welcome to another trip down the bourbon road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Welcome back for another installment of Craft Distillery Monday here on the Bourbon Road. We would like to thank our friends at Premium Bar Products for sponsoring this episode. If you're ready to step up your game at your home bar, check out premiumbarproducts.com to choose from their wide selection of glassware, all of which can be custom engraved with your personal message or logo. And there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we've got another bottle we're going to try. This time, not necessarily a craft distillery or a, a small distillery. Not exactly an artisanal distillery. But this is actually from... It's actually from Jim Beam. Now, maybe one of the first artisanal distilleries, though. I guess so. <laughs> but we did say every once in a while we would step out, um, try one of the big boys. Now... It's not Jim Beam, though. This is Old Tub. So just l- recently, they released Old Tub again, or re-released it. As a bottle and bond. As a bottle and bond. So we know it's 100 proof, four years old. Uh, not quite that dark. I don't, you know, it's still got that golden amber, that honey bourbon color. Yeah. Now, Old Tub, you know, this, uh, the Jim Beam distillery, when it first started was Jacob Beam Distillery or Jake Beam Distillery. And then at some point later on, they renamed it to the Old Tub Distillery. And it wasn't until later on when they started actually putting their their bourbon in bottles that it become the Jim Beam Distillery. The Old Tub is an old name for the Jim Beam Distillery. It's got a lot of rich history to it, but it, it hadn't been made for a lot of years. Now, there's no filtration or anything on this. It's not chill filtered. Uh, they just kind of strain it out, right? That's literally what they say on the bottom. They filter out the chunks. <laughs> well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, I, I'm kind of wondering, why did they get away from old tub? Was that because people thought it was like an old bathtub or something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what old the answer is. Old tub? I think they resurrect old brands from time to time. I think they uh, revitalize brands from time to time. And uh, this is one that's been in the family for a lot of years. And... Glad to see it back. Definitely glad to see it out in a big bottle as a bottle and bond. Now, I paid about $23 from this for a liquor bar. Got my 5% military discount there. So there you go. $21 or $22 for that bottle was not... I didn't feel like it was a bottom shelfer as a bottled and bond, but um, I was excited to see it, though. Yeah. I like the label. I like the bottle. I think uh, I think the bottle looks like an old... Something you might see on the counter of the Wild West, you know? Most definitely. Got that uh, that cork top on it. That retro, I guess it's a retro bottle and stuff. Not something you'd normally see from a, um, from Jim Beam, right? Most Jim Beam bottles are that square right. bottle. This is a, more of a typical whiskey bottle. Well, let's check it out. I think you're going to like this, Jim. Yeah, I mean, it's got a great nose. A little bit of ethanol on the nose, though. I probably should have let the glass breathe a little bit first. That's got a nice baking spice to it. Definitely. A little clove in there. There is some, but I mean, a lot of like nutmeg, cinnamon kind of 
a little bit of bread to it, kind of a, yeah, bready. Got that nutty nose to it, too. Banana nut bread. I'm not getting the banana part. Yeah, I don't Take get... the banana out, and I'm getting <laughs> the some, nut bread. Some, some nut bread? <laughs> yeah. So they, they actually produced this from 1880 uh, to about 1943 is when they stopped. Okay. Definitely an old, old brand. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a, after that, it, it went to just a Kentucky-only release. I guess it was worldwide then. It was, you know, I I, I know over the past four or five years, you've been able to get it in the gift shop. And you could find it in uh, 375s, I think, at some of the stores. Little bitty ones, right? Yeah, the little bitty ones. But they didn't have the big bottle like this. But that was only in Kentucky, though, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to taste it. Let's do it. That's nice. Hits you first a little watery, but then it coats the tongue. I think it's actually, to me, it's a little light. That sounds funny coming from you. No, that's that watery. When it hits your tongue, it's kind of watery, but it kind of sticks. Yeah, I'm not getting that stick. I do get that. I'm getting a little bit of corn there. I get some sweetness off it. Not as much, uh, not as much pepper spice as I thought I would get. Yeah, I will say this. I expected that the the palate would be a little more rich and sort of more rich baking spice palate than it is based on the nose. So the palate's not really coming through with as much richness as I expected from the nose. Yeah, from a bottle and bond that's four to five years old, I would expect a little bit more from Jim Beam. And maybe this, this is something they rushed. To me, it has a lot of honey on it, um, like a lot. Light honey, a tea, tea note maybe there. Yeah, it's all mid. It's all in the mid palate for me. There's not a whole lot on the back end. And the finish kind of goes away pretty quick. Yeah. Not too bad for a $23 yeah, bottle I'm, bourbon. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's all bad. I mean, it, it's, it seems to me like, I mean, it's a, definitely a $25 bottle of whiskey. I'm wondering if they would have took an eight-year-old or a 12-year-old and said, hey, we're going to make a 12 to 15, even 20-year-old bottled bond, kind of like Wild Turkey did. Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't get it for $22 a bottle. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's appropriately priced for what it is. It's a respectable pour. Would I put it up against some other bottled and bonds? Um, you know, I think... It's, it's different than, like, the Evan Williams bottle and bond, the white label. It's different. There's a different profile. But I would have to say that I feel like in a blind that I would definitely lean towards a more baking caramel kind of maple syrup, kind, you know, thing that you would get from the from the Heaven Hill bottle and bond than I do from the Jim Beam here. You know, I think if, if you said, okay, we're going to take some early times uh, bottle and bond and you're going to take a JTS Brown bottle and bond and you took this and maybe a JW Dant and TW Samuels, this might take last place every time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right. And it has a lot to do, I think with that, that, that first impression you get on the palate, that, that, that kind of watery wash you get into your mouth. Now, I'm still surprised that that it's a hundred proof and it, you get that water, water down taste, I guess. Um, I mean, it's sticking, it's sticking to my, my palate, but it just kind of washes in like water, 
brings a little bit of flavor to the front and the middle of your palate. It kind of falls off on the back end. There's no finish. Maybe we've been drinking too many high-proof bourbons, Jim. Well, we did follow a 109, right? So <laughs> maybe that maybe that's not all fair to Mr. Old Tub here. But. <laughs> I, I, it probably would be a great mixer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would buy this again. Maybe if I run out of the bottle, and um, I might buy it again. Um, but I don't think it's a... For me, it would be a pass. I would just, I don't see it buying another bottle. Unless they're going to do something drastic to it and change it, it would be just something to, to make as a mixer. I think it would be a fine mixer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I think it would make a, a really good mixer. I think this would be great in old fashions. It would be great in a highball. It would be good, you know, in a, in a mule, I think. Would it make Coke taste better? What? Yeah, it would make Coke taste better. <laughs> what about a Dr. Pepper? <laughs> uh, I think it, it's kind of hard to make a Dr. Pepper taste any better. It's pretty darn good already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think that, you know, it's appropriately priced to be on a bar and to be, re- you know, to be in the well and to be, you know, tugged on by somebody who's having eyeballs. And you know what? If you end up with a straight pour in your glass, it's it's Okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I think what is cool, like you said, is the label, mm-hmm. um, the throwback, kind of a throwback whiskey to to time and stuff. And it almost makes me think to the 1880s that maybe this is something that would have been a bottle that would have been kind of watery a little bit, even though it's 100 proof. Um, they were trying to stretch that dollar for themselves a little bit and- um, I'm glad they brought it back. I'm, there's definitely people out there that are going to love this. There's a lot of Jim Beam fans out there. Um, I always say I hate to pass on something, but that's that's me. I, yeah. No, I mean, uh, you're certainly entitled to your opinion. I think probably I'm a little more favorable on this than you are, but that's it, it could just be the nostalgia getting me. Would I like to see an older old tub, maybe an old tub select? Bottle and bond, maybe something with some more years on. I think it would make all the difference in the world. And see, I'm I'm there with you. If if you even doubled the price, let's say forty six dollars, and it was two to three years older, mm-hmm. um, I probably would go for that. If it was, you know, some darker juice, uh, I don't know how you get rid of that watery that watered down taste. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't explain that. If it's a bottle and bond, it's a hundred proof. Why has it got that washy water front end on it? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, you know that's that's our take on it. We're we don't pull any punches. We say it how it is, and you know, old tub is probably um, it's probably going to be a mixer for me. Yeah, that, I mean, we, we're going to mix the hell out of this bottle yeah. right here. Oh, it's not going to waste. <laughs> it's not no, going. we're. I don't think we've ever said, hey, we're going to. Um, drain pour a whiskey. That always, there might have been one or two for each. Well, each even one if of I us. did drain pour whiskeys, this wouldn't be one of them. No, because most this, definitely this not. is a good whiskey. It's I, just not to that sipper level. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim, man, another great review of a of a not a craft distillery, Jim Beam product. But everybody, it's nationwide. People should be able to start seeing it on their shelves. If it's in liquor barn, it'll be in liquor barns across America. I'm sure you'll start seeing it at Total Wine and other places. And don't take our word for it. Go grab a bottle for yourself, pull it off the shelf, take it home, take a sip of it. You might find that this is your thing. So you never know. So, Jim, where can you find us on social media? Uh, We are on all social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at The Bourbon Road. 
Uh, we also have a website called thebourbonroad.com where you can find our blog. Well, actually, Mike writes the blog every week, but uh, you can find Mike's uh, articles and uh, his reviews and and, uh, and sort of the backstory on the different episodes we run. We do two episodes a week. We're doing two episodes a week. Sometimes we might throw a little bonus episode in there for you, so you got to pay attention. Hey, we got a Facebook group called the Roadies. Pretty simple questions in there. Are you 21? Do you like bourbon? And do you agree to play nice? We got master distillers in there. We got authors. We got who's who in bourbon culture in there. If you have some spirits questions, come in there and ask. Uh, share your recent buys. Share your opinions on whiskey. Share your reviews. Share your photos. Share your life's events like retirements, birthdays, new grandbabies, new babies, you name it. Tell our family about it. Um, we love that. Me and Jim love seeing the roadies grow. We're right about 640 people right now, Jim. Yeah, that's it's really good. growing every day, right? That's right. So we've uh, we've just completed another review. We do these every week on Mondays. You'll hear us do a review of a craft distillery, sometimes a big boy. You never know. Um, and then on Wednesdays, we do a long format show, one hour in length, and we'll interview someone. We'll bring somebody on the show. We'll either go to their location or they'll come to us or one way or another, we'll get together. and somebody's, somebody's getting on that bourbon road one way or another. That's correct. That's right. We are the bourbon road. We like to get out there and do it ourselves. But So you can find me at One Big Chief. I'm Jay Shannon 63. And we'll see you on down the bourbon road. We do appreciate all of our listeners, and we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Bourbon Road. We hope you enjoyed today's show, and if so, we would appreciate if you'd subscribe and rate us a five-star with a review on iTunes. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Bourbon Road. That way you'll be kept in the loop on all the Bourbon Road happenings. You can also visit our website at thebourbonroad.com to read our blog, listen to the show, or reach out to us directly. We always welcome comments or suggestions, and if you have an idea for a particular guest or topic, be sure to let us know. And again, thanks for hanging out with us.